Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. How many of you guys are, are eating brisket and ribs tonight? Hello and welcome to the IGN UK podcast. My name is Joe Scrabbles. I'm joined by Dale Driver. Hello. And Simon Carley. Hello. Dream team. Absolute dream team. Do you remember when we had to do this every week, just the three of us? Yes. Yeah. The firm. And yeah. now we've chosen we're to the do... <laughs> the I firm. I people yeah. referring to us as that. Chosen by to which do I mean it. one man. <laughs> Twice a week sometimes now, because we're doing extra football Incredible, stuff. Incredible, isn't it? Giving um, ourselves extra work. Write in and call us the firm, so we can call ourselves the firm more often. <laughs> <laughs> we're recording this on Black Friday. The darkest day of the shopping year. It is actually, yeah, that's a bit of historical context. It's actually called that because this Friday traditionally used to be the uh, day of the least sunlight. So mm. it's the mm. darkest day on Black Friday. You bought anything? Is it? No, that's it complete was... bullshit. I was going to say, <laughs> I'm pretty <laughs> sure I know the real reason. I was, I was, I was hoping yeah. I'd buy it. Someone would buy it. But, no, uh, I just don't know. I've got half a nibble. I <laughs> don't really care. <laughs> no. You bought anything? Any, any uh, good deals? I, I bought a new um, clipper. But that was a few days ago. So, uh, oh, so you paid full price, did you? No, it was a, a like you know Black Friday, oh, Black Friday is a week like long these now, days. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you can get clippers just for your pubes these days. What? Just like specially made for the zone. Mm. <laughs> Interesting. I've, I've got heard a I've podcast got podcast advert for it. I've got nose and ear hair ones, and I felt like it was something I didn't need until I turned about thirty, mm. and now I need quite, quite I, regularly. I, I pulled out a nose hair the other day. It was. Long, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't ready I've for never, it. I've never touched a nose hair. Yeah, give it time. Any give it time. I've got one. I'm fairly hairless, though. I've got one that like just sneaks out every so mm. often, and I'm like, that's got to go. Mm. I hate it. Something yeah. I have to, I have to check on every few days these See, days. I don't want to buy a clipper just for one nose hair. That but you'll like, get more though. You will get like, more. Assault. <laughs> it feels like a murder as opposed to a grooming. You know when you see those old men in their eighties and they're just like hairs blooming out their ears. It's weird, yeah. isn't it? It Happens to all. It looks like. They're kind of got some sort of mushrooms in them or something. Well, like they're in The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah, it really freaks me out. I they're going like to be a bloater next. <laughs> <laughs> I know I will. <laughs> I, uh, I haven't bought anything. I was eyeing up the Lego Slave one. Mm. I did this same time last year. I I don't think it I'm was. A, my friends don't listen to this. I yeah. bought one of those for my friend's birthday today. Really? I was looking at 62.99. 62 is normally 100. Exactly. It's a good deal. It's still on there on Amazon I, I'm right looking, now. I'm looking at it and I'm like, I don't need this. I did exactly the same thing last year. I remember Black Friday last year, the exact same thing. Pretty sure it was exactly the same price. And I was like, it's a good it. deal. And I didn't. I don't need it. We had a good conversation about it this morning, didn't we? Where you were telling me about your saving yeah. money for your mortgage and stuff. Yeah, and how happy are. And then you're like, oh, there's a Lego slave one. Yeah. I was like, I thought oh, you were saving money, mate. I want to buy a house in the future. So, yeah. uh, so put the slave one aside for I now. I could just build one from Lego. <laughs> a house yeah Isn't you could that... build a house the size of Slave 1 yeah. how much money do you reckon you have to spend on Lego pieces to build a house I don't know didn't Ed Sheeran do a song all about it 
He had a song about a Lego house. I'm sure that's he? real. Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah, he, he did. Like on his first album, he had a song called Lego House, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Have I gone mad? <laughs> Is this a parody I've made up in my head? I don't know. Maybe it was Duplo Mansion. But, that, <laughs> but that's Duplo definitely Paris. the song we have to play at the end of the podcast now. No, I'm not playing that. There's better music we can play. <laughs> Meccano Mansion. Yeah. Kenex uh, Village. Just, just I like to Kenex. Just in case you're interested, I'm on the lookout for a Hoover. That's okay. what I want this, this Black Friday. I mean, you can't go wrong with a Dyson. I mate. want one of those Cyclone ones. But Ooh, Dyson but is pre-Brexit, isn't he? He is. He's he pretty is what? Brexit. Yeah, he's Mr. Brex. I don't give a fuck. He makes a good Uber. <laughs> <laughs> You're guy. the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I, bought a, I bought a Dyson earlier this year. It's fantastic. It does me well. Okay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I never... I know they're a novelty, uh, but I just never, never was on the Henry Hoover train. No, I They're I not am. very good. And no. they're not that cute. They're quite powerful, but they're not like they're not functional around the they house. Make their size. Yeah. A racket. Oh yeah. They God, do. they do. This is fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm tired. I was out last night. Henry Hoover. He was a body remover. <laughs> uh, we desperately wanted to sing some Rage Against the Machine at a party last night, and there was no karaoke available. Yeah. And what's uh, Henry Hoover's it. stance on Brexit? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, sure. if, we, if Henry Hoover is. Uh, like J. Edgar Hoover, yeah. a body remover, <laughs> uh, then I'm assuming he's pretty I think he Brexit. would just say, let's get on with it and suck it up. It's a conservative, isn't it? Well done, mate. I liked that joke. Mm, yeah. You know what else I like? Your mm. opinions on films. Do You've you? watched The Irishman. I have watched The Irishman. I watched that uh, day one on Netflix. I was day on Netflix. I wasn't wasting time. Although I could have seen it two weeks earlier if I'd bothered to go to yeah. a cinema. Yeah. But I just, well, I did have a whole week off to do that, but I didn't, I didn't do that. So but, it's actually um, day 15 then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Day 15, um, baby. <laughs> but do you know what? I'm glad I, although I do love seeing a film at the cinema and I'm not going to use the cliche of see it on the big, biggest screen possible. Sounds like it you want is a three and a half hour film Ooh. and it was very handy for three times just to hit pause go to the toilet not miss a second Mm -hmm. that was good you're going for a piss an hour I was um, you met him he needs to piss before walking well, to I'll the tell you we need a piss go into the I'll toilet you, so I'm going to the toilet I better have a piss before I mean I go that's in. the best time to go in tell you right? the vicious cycle I was in on uh, when was it Tuesday or Wednesday night Wednesday night Wednesday night it dropped I think yeah. One night this week. Um, the was more interesting. Than that. Um, <laughs> Your I bowel was, movements were I, disgusting. Now. I didn't sleep well the night before, and um, I was very tired when I got home. Like, I was sleepy at like seven, so I drunk a lot of orange juice and lemonade to keep Ooh. me going during orange the film. Orange juice and lemonade. Oh, it's one, it's one of the most refreshing drinks you can uh, have. That's a classic mix. Yeah. Is it more refreshing than water? It keeps you. It's got a lot of sugar in. It's got sugar in. It'll keep you up, and it did keep me up. But the problem was, every forty-five minutes, I was busting for the toilet because I was drinking a lot of orange juice and lemonade. I want to know more about this orange juice and lemonade. I know this is a really fun podcast. It's one of the most popular drinks. It's a very classic. Do you just how how do you mix it? You just pour a bit of orange juice, pour a lemonade, and then just shake it. I go no. I go one. uh, Start with one third lemonade, and then uh, fill the rest up with orange juice. In a glass. One third. Oh, because it's more like half a, and half's a bit too uh, sweet and fizzy for me. It's like, like a, the opposite juice. of like a lemonade topper, isn't it? You put in a lemonade for like one yeah. third. Yeah, so it's a cheap. But bit. have you never had a can of? They used to do it was very good. The Britvic, Britvic used to just yeah. do it in a can. Oh, I don't think I've it ever drank a bit. It was the most popular non-alcoholic drink at the pub I used to work yeah. at. Really? But we only did guys strap yourselves in. <laughs> we only did orange juice with bits. 
And oh. so you get this weird fizzy. That's what I like. Oh, oh no, I love orange juice yeah. with bits, but when you put fizzy stuff in it, it's not good. All the bits get like blown to the Ooh. side of the glass. That's why I don't love orange juice. Oh, so it's very mucky to clean. So it just afterwards. looks gross. Yeah. Like you're just serving this yeah. big. I'm not a big it's like when you drink a smoothie pulp. and it just looks. The yeah. glass looks mean. And to think we worried that we might not have a lot to talk about this week. <laughs> I know. But then, <laughs> let's go. Let me tell you about also, the Irishman. <laughs> one little bit before the Irishman. You know, Americans quite instead of bits they say pulp. Don't yeah, they, they do. I actually like that more. Really? Because it makes it sound more like mm. a fruit has been gotten rid of. <laughs> <laughs> what about with flesh? Huh? With flesh. Need flesh. <laughs> right, the Irishman. Oh, wait, anyway. Irishman. <laughs> um, it is brilliant. There we go. No, um, it is... It's like Scorsese's first proper gangster film since... The Departed is about gangsters, but it's not the same vibe as, yeah. you know, yep. a Goodfellas. And... Or a casino, in fact. But, they don't um, make them like this anymore. No, and I've read a lot of good things about, like, a lot of good articles about the film, and I agree with a lot of the people saying that this is basically Scorsese's response to everyone who's tried to copy Goodfellas okay. since he makes it, which is because everyone who tries to do that sort of film, I think, focuses too much on the cool cutting and the the violence and well, the Guy Ritchie, the swearing. I think, is exactly. the ultimate version yeah. of that. Whereas. Scorsese, what he's done with The Irishman is it's basically a lot more grown-up version of Goodfellas. Okay. It leans more, actually, into... It feels more like The Godfather. And I think that's there's obvious reasons for that, because Al Pacino plays a big part, and Robert De Niro plays a big mm-hmm. part. But And a lot of JFK, it's a lot of a slower... I say it's slow. It's three and a half hours, but it doesn't feel like it. It does move. It's never boring. It moves along at a good pace. Yeah, it's not a three and a half hours made up of long speeches. And and... it's like Goodfellas. It's a true story about basically about one man and his life going through of different characters playing a part. But it is more of a historical drama than you'd expect. It has those JFK aspects and JFK does play a part in it as well. But uh, yeah, it's more about it's more political than you think. It's less it's not. It's a film that heavily involved gangsters, but it's not really an organised crime film as yeah. such, I would say. Right. Did you, do you, is there any bits, do you think it needs to be three and a half hours? I... Because that always concerns me, that I, length of time for a film. I liked it being that long. I do like long but films, that's though. I, I am a fan yeah. of long films, and I wouldn't say there's whole sections that could have been cut. Maybe could have sped up some scenes, but I was just kind of soaking it in and I mean like, I know you're very much like akin yeah. to that like I imagine you don't think Blade Runner 249 was no. quite a slow film I, I mean, it's I indulgent but not too indulgent slow. for me I, okay. I could watch that film all day just look at it the same way I could just have if you put Al Pacino Joe Pesci and Robert Nero in a room I could watch them talk for hours I think in these roles anyway yeah, that's fair. especially like I think Joe Pesci is actually the best of them in this film he she was so used to him just playing the little shouty guy who yeah. hits people and gets into mischief, especially in Home Alone. <laughs> but um, <laughs> gets into mischief. <laughs> That's what I remember about Goodfellas. Yeah. All the mischief. I mean, yeah. he does get into mischief. But he gets into more than fucking mischief. <laughs> in Goodfellas, in Casino, even um, in JFK, he plays a mad role. His yeah. hair in that is absurd. Yeah. If you haven't seen what Joe Pesci looks like in JFK, it's, just, it's worth <laughs> I searching for. I have watched it for a long time. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I've, I've I can't forgotten. do justice by explaining what oh, his hair sense. looks like. But um, in this, he, he's just really understated and almost like quietly menacing. Okay. But... He's he just incredible. Elements, to be fair, he has elements of that in Goodfellas. Oh, Jesus this. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to see this picture. He looks like an owl. <laughs> <laughs> 
But JFK is one of my favorite. <laughs> oh my like, god, that's so good. I think I was always going to love this film just because I think it touches Godfather one and two, JFK, Goodfellas, and they are like yeah. all in my top like fifteen pretty, to twenty films. films. Like it is my sort of film. I love Scorsese. I think it is incredible. How's the music? The music is really good. Yeah. It's kind of, it's, that again, it's very JFK sound. It's got that little, like, repetitive, like, little drum bits. Mm. And it's, remind me a lot of the music of Joker, actually. Kind of those, like, almost melancholic, haunting, like, just strings. But yeah, it's a very melancholic film. It's about mortality. It's a lot more... It's old men talking about it's like, essentially dying yeah, art, it takes it? place over six decades, and that's one of the Whoa. big discussions about it is the de aging they've done to De Niro, Pacino, and Pesci, which is phenomenal. Like right, just so the conversation them, is a positive one, then. Yeah, it yeah. looks ridiculous. Only when, like De Niro, at one point is like thirty or forty. Does it look a little bit like you're looking at? It and you're like. It looks a little bit weird because yeah. like, we, De Niro didn't quite look like that when he was that yeah, age. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. like, I think Cooper was describing it yeah. um, as like he's like too hench for a young De Niro. Almost like, De Niro yeah, when he was yeah. was kind of scrawny when he, he was, was a taxi yeah. driver. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind of yeah. yeah. he's but like the acting they must have had to do, and you can kind of see it. Points like even like there's a bit like when De Niro's probably meant to be in his forties, he. Like he hits someone fun. There's there's some there's some action in this film. There's some hitting and some kicking. <laughs> but he's still he it does look a bit odd because you're kind of seeing it's the kicking and hitting of a seventy odd year old yeah. man as yeah. a forty year old man, and it looks quite stiff. It looks a little bit odd. Okay, but it's still I still think the so after you watch it on Netflix, it triggers you to watch uh there's a 20 to 25 minute round table discussion with the three actors and scorsese that's cool talking about the making of the film i'd love more of that yeah, yeah. you should watch it after the film though because it does kind of spoil what happens yeah. quite a lot um but um they talk about the technique of how they did it every single camera had three lenses on it so yeah. the main one and two either side and sometimes it was like three cameras in a scene. So there was like basically nine lenses looking at an actor in a scene. So yeah, the, and like, the actors didn't know where to look. They were like meant to like look off somewhere, what, and they could have not looked down a what lens. What was the purpose of doing that? It's so that you don't have to. Because we were at one point we were trying to do a feature about this and I got a brief explanation of it but the idea of it is so that they didn't have to have dots all over yeah. their face oh so they've got so all the creates, reference points it, well and it creates a, yeah. a digital 3D, 3D version so that they can yeah. map yeah. that Scorsese didn't want to do it with like tennis balls yeah. or marks on the face because he don't he just doesn't think I'd love it you can have a serious like a serious like yeah. dramatic scene that and must, you're looking at someone with marker pen all over their face. That must be like, mad for lighting and stuff like that. Like when yeah. you've got nine lenses pointing at the scene yeah. in different angles. God, how do you hide like... Um, I mean, right. they did it, so... You know. Scorsese so, so knows how to make a film. Welcome yeah. to the Camera Boys podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's incredible. Yeah, it's, I don't want to say anything about the story. It is a true story. It's not one I want to ruin, especially if you don't know, like Al Pacino plays Jimmy Hoffa, who's at, like pretty much the second most powerful man in America after JFK and, and probably Nixon during like the 70s and yeah if you don't know his story don't look it up beforehand because it'll kind of ruin a lot of the okay. tension don't watch the film Hoffa don't just I wouldn't anyway <laughs> yeah to but uh, yeah it's I don't want to spoil it but it's a great Scorsese film watching, and it's on then. Netflix yeah. you can watch it on Netflix isn't that great when do, you, when do you think de-aging will become easy enough that we can just do it? 
Mm. I want to de-age myself. I don't know. I mean, if, can the, we get three of our cameras and work it out? There's literally phone apps where yeah. you can sort of de-age yourself. No, but I want to do it, like... Legit. Like, wanna, no one would, like... I want to play me <laughs> in the old days, really. <laughs> I want to... Well, de-aging, plus I need to wear a really long wig. Yeah. <laughs> get back the old style. It's good. Good I want film. It. You've so, also, yeah. Oh, carry on. No, no, no. Go on, you carry on. I was going to say, you've also watched Parasite, which I you promised me you're not going to talk have. about. Yes. Too I'm not going to spoil this film, or I'm not even going to tell you what genre it is, because I went into this film only knowing that people are raving about it. Oh, not so even knowing the genre of the I film. I thought I already knew what the genre was, so that's surprising to me. Is it? Yeah. Don't well, tell me. I'm not going to say it out loud, but... I, for some reason, I had it in my head. It was one, this one distinct thing, so that's exciting. It's, I don't know anything about it. It's a film that, as soon as you think you know what it is, it becomes something else, is all I'll Hello. say. It, yeah. it's, it is unlike any film I've ever seen. It's, if you don't know what Parasite is, it's a South Korean film that came out in Korea in March. It's not actually out in the UK in cinemas till yeah. February. It's out in America. It's one of those where we have to wait almost a year to watch it. Mm. But, yeah, I'm not even going to tell you what the genre is, but it is one of the most phenomenal films I've ever seen. Oh, I've already excited. watched it twice in five, oh in a week. I think oh, I was talking just beforehand, me and Joe are both probably going to watch it tonight, I, I think. thinking about it. Yeah, yeah. so like, I t- tweeted this actually last night. Like When I saw Joker, I thought that was an absolutely brilliant film. I thought, there's not going to be a film this year that I think is better than that. Both The Irishman and Parasite, I think, Ooh. are better. Mm. But I, I just, I, it's hard... All I want to say is, when Parasite does come out in the UK in February, it'll probably have some Oscar buzz around it anyway, so it'll get yep. some notice, but try and see it if you can. I don't imagine it'll be out everywhere, Yeah, oh, okay. but if you've got a cinema that is showing it. It feels know. like one of those ones where the talk is so... Mm. There is so much about it yeah. that it feels like it's going to actually end up in a lot of places. Yeah. Like, yeah. it might not break the buzz will bank. Push well, it through, I think yeah. it, well, in America, it was the highest grossing film ever. No. <laughs> what? Per, <laughs> look out, Avengers. Uh, what's the best way of saying this? Per, like, cinema it was released right. in since La La Land. So it wasn't released in many cinemas, but it still grossed a it's lot. It's like its in ratio. Those, yeah, like, per cinema it grossed the most. Whatever gross domestic product equivalent is per cinema. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But, yeah, so people are seeing it. And, yeah, it's so hard to... Like, it is... It's only two hours, roughly, and it flies by, and it's just... It is in Korean, so you'll have to read it, but it is just brilliantly written, and what else do I want to... You're asking, is it deadly I'm, miserable? I'm very tired today, and I don't yeah. want to watch something that's going to make me <laughs> I feel would, awful. No, I don't think it'll make you feel awful. Okay, good. No. Is there positivity to be had? No, I... Well, it is... It's not not to ruin it. At times, it's a very funny film. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I've heard that. Right. Yeah. Final question. Yeah. The Irishman, Parasite. Yeah. Where do they slot into the CIMDB? It's, it's too early for me to slot them in right there, but they're going to have to go above Joker, and I put Joker in it at like roughly 40-odd, so... Ooh. Like, Parasite is The way you've been talking there. about Parasite is like... That's like top 20, I think. That is going high. How I've long do you wait for slot? I wait a little bit. I want to think more about it. I feel it. like you have like, to wait like six months. Six well, months. Before you slot. I, I wait a few weeks. I heard Mark Kermode talking about it, and mm. like... Being quite seriously asked, like, how long do you wait until you put it in your be- in mm-hmm. your favourite films of all time? Yeah, and like, that's pretty big. Mm. <laughs> like, yeah, that's that's quite something. Because he was talking. I think his response was about you know they do that sight and sound poll where every ten mm. years they get a load of critics to give their top tens. Yeah. yeah, and the last time he did it, 
the only film from the 21st century he had in it was Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. And I think this is this could be the other one. It's, the way he was sort of skirting around it. Is, it. Like, I tend to find when I play games, it takes me a while to decide really if I love it or not. It's not instant. Yeah. But with a film, percolate. as soon as I see mm. a film, I'm pretty... Not often does my opinion change much over time of how much I loved it. Mm. I, I often see, not with you, but with some people, when the, the buzz of when you come out of cinema, that excitement, mm. yeah. Yeah. sometimes it doesn't truly reflect what the film no. was. I always like to at least sleep on it. And then a good rule of thumb for me is if I'm thinking about it the next day, then yeah, I know exactly, it's something yeah. excellent. Yeah. But yeah, I want people to see it. I want basically people to talk to. I've only spoken briefly to like two people on slack about it so <laughs> right. well hopefully i'll watch it tonight mate yeah i'm excited yeah. uh we don't often go back to stuff we've talked about and mm. given that there's except not football be- manager. except football <laughs> manager um but yeah we thought we'd go back to a few games that we've already talked about on the podcast but that we played more of uh in particular death stranding mm. and of it. jedi fallen order mm-hmm. yeah um Death Stranding, you might remember, is a game that we reacted to, I wouldn't say vociferously, no. but we, we had our opinions on it, and I've now finished it, you're some of the way I've, in. I've started it at least, now I'm like five hours in. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I, having finished it, I do think that the final two hours are some of the most self-indulgent bullshit oh, yeah. I have ever seen in a game. Like... I was furious with it. <laughs> just like, just boring to watch yeah. as well. There's was, there was bits where I felt myself switching off towards yeah. the end and just like, oh, right, I've got, I've got to pick up the control up again now, have I? And just it, that's, yeah. wanting to do get on with someone else. It is, it is a barely interactive sequence that forces you to interact to keep not interacting with yeah. it. <laughs> it's insane. It really like, I mean, obviously, I, I think the game's got a lot of problems. But I thought that, I said before, I think there's a lot to like in yeah. that I do, but... That last section really soured me on it. It was only playing another few hours afterwards, and I the only reason I did that is because I wanted to see what it's like when the servers went online. Yeah, that it actually like I warmed to it a bit more. Well, that's it. So I have to say, like, and I've written a piece about this on the site, but the game became good to me when it was over. Mm. The post game is like this weird. Kojima-less world (laughs) where you're not having him stick his nose in. Well, it has the good bits of Kojima. It has the mechanics and the ideas of how you can break the game and how you can change things up. It becomes the, like, extreme hiking simulator that I wanted to play the whole way through. That's the thing. I'm only, what, four or five hours in and I'm actually, I'm enjoying it at the moment. Yeah, we we should say you and Jesse have started it after us and are both enjoying it a lot more than we did initially. Yeah, but... I do. I can see myself in a few hours' time. I can see the bits that will start to annoy me if it keeps up what I think it's going to keep up. I'm pretty yeah. sure it will. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I genuinely enjoy just the walking, the climbing, the hiking. Yeah. I enjoy that holding an L2 and R2 constantly. I'll do it. Why not? Uh, <laughs> I think it's that process gets easier for you as you go on. Yeah. It well. does. And you, and you can take on more and move quicker and you fall over less. Mm. But you've got all the, the exploration parts of it that The thing fun. is, I just saw like a quad bike next to a station. I was like, why can't yeah. I use this? Yeah, you have why to are wait. you not letting they me They tease you for a while with it, that stuff. It even says press square and it's just a big X through it. I'm like, yeah. what? 
Does he not know how to drive? Well, it's when, yeah. you, first, he not- <laughs> when you first leave um, Capital Not City as well. There's giant vans and stuff around. Uh, like, yeah, you walk up and all their a, wheels are locked. It's like, this is a oh. piss take. That's him <laughs> but, flaunting it. Yeah, I've only had to do it, what, like three times so far, but fuck me, do I hate just crawling through BT. Oh, like, oh like, mate. It's just dull. It's rubbish. Uh, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> you got loads more of that. Like, I was it's kind of an interesting thing because the game obviously wants you to do some of that stuff yeah but the majority of those areas become quite easy to spot as you go through and you can take really long routes around them and I ended up having way more fun working out how to take a long route than doing the short route yeah and taking that hit to my score because like just fuck doing that stuff but there was the one mission I had to do recently where I was just like Go collect some of the crist- chiral yeah, crystals, yeah, yeah. and they're deliberately all in a BT rainy area. Yeah. I'm like, what I will say is, um, apart from the main story missions you have to do, always, always avoid doing any deliveries for the wind farm. Oh, because God, yeah. that place, you, there's no way of you have to go through BT territory yeah, yeah. every time, and it's a ball like, every time you do it. I, uh, the way I'm playing at the moment, I don't intend on doing anything that's not a main, like a critical path. But mission. you will, but you will be on missions where you see, oh, I've got to make this delivery, but if I take on this one, it's on the way anyway. Oh, yeah, and yeah. you'll find out you like, I might as well because I'm going on the way, and you'll get you know everything. And the more points you get, the more rating, higher ratings you get with the different preppers and stuff, you get more do equipment I, to do use. I, uh, do I need you, that? Do I care though? Do some, I need some that of the stuff on? is a yeah, lot better. Some of the stuff they yeah. give. Yeah. You is really useful um i found out after finishing the game from someone on twitter that like there's an item you can get that just turns off bt encounters what i know and i'm so angry i never found in, it don't don't spoil it obviously for other people or me but is it like you just stumble across or is it like via a mission i think, they, they I think give it, it must you, be given to you by someone pretty much all new items are when you get a star level for these stations mm. when you get to a new level they'll give you an item yeah so i just got given i can build a bridge yeah yeah um, yeah, but I genuinely love like those early moments where you're just walking along and the music kicks in. That feels great. I think the music is incredible. The both really the license yeah. stuff and the score. Like, yeah, they've mm. done that really well. But then, yeah, I'm already at the stage where I'm walking and there's no music kicking in. I was like, can't we? Just, I'd like some music here. Yeah, well, it does, it does happen it, quite a lot. It does, yeah. but there's also no music player, which yeah. is odd. Like the only place you can choose to play music in that game is in your private room, which yes. is a place you want to leave quite quickly. Yeah. I'm not at the stage where I'm listening to my own music or podcast yet while playing it, just because I do think the sound design's great and I do like listening yeah. to it. And I think uh, the sound effects are phenomenal yeah. as well. Yeah. Like I love the noise of that little codec. That, that yeah. yeah, I can't do it. But and I like, I do like that everyone has their own stupid ringtone. Yes. Like yeah. there's something really satisfying about it. And even like the sound, the like sound noises are really satisfying yeah. noise. I can hear oh, it in so my head. Everyone right has now. their different ring. Like no, every person has a different ring tone when you, they yeah, call it's you. Slightly oh, different. Okay. I yeah. thought you were saying every individual player who's playing the game no, has a different one. Yeah, I think I think this the sound across the board yeah like if there's if there's um best of awards that are talking about just sound design and music yeah. so i think death Stranding absolutely I is like, like the number one it, as an audio visual experience it's, mm. it's incredible there's mm. also in the in that terrible final two hours there is a piece of performance capture that is better right, than yes. i have ever seen in a game mm. and i don't understand like it's eerie how good it's, it is it's so good it's just a shame that that person is speaking bollocks yeah it's like it's the other <laughs> it's like the other side of the uncanny valley you know yeah. when like uncanny valley is all about that doesn't look quite right but i can't tell why yeah mm. this looks so right that it freaked me out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i was like what i'm still at the point where i mean treed in the story i don't know how much 
how often they feed you actual proper big cutscene chunks of if, it if at this point. Oh, did you finish Metal Gear Solid Five? I have. I've not played. Oh no, okay. I've played Metal Gear. Uh, um, I did not finish it. No. It was very much. It's very much like that. There's um, there's big story dumps, and then yeah. there's hours of just doing Nothing, stuff, and yeah. then you'll get another massive story dump. As far as I know, like those hours were far enough apart. I, yeah. want, I wanted more hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's up to you. You could have took longer journeys and did yeah. different things. I'm enjoying yeah. it. If you mainline it, then obviously, yeah, but I was doing more like sidey quest stuff as mm. I went. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm enjoying it at the moment, but I do fear I've just reached the point where most people start to discover it's a slog. I yeah. am really interested to in a few weeks I want to go and check yeah. um, trophy count yeah. and see where yes. people are dropping that's off that's interesting yeah, yeah. like I would love to know where people are stopping mm. but the but for data purposes you should compare it to a lot of other games yeah, as well of course, yeah, because yeah. I, I, I as it may documented on this podcast I like looking at trophies yeah. and observing trophies and you'll always be amazed at how like low some of the percentages oh, are for yeah. just finishing any game even if it's a six hour long game yeah. and stuff so yeah, people just pick stuff up and drop yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. So comparing it to that, yeah, it'd be super interesting mm. to see how many people drop I'm off. enjoying that. I'm only playing right really like an hour at a time and I'm like, right, I've had my fill, I'm done. I feel like that's the way to play this game, whereas I feel like maybe you didn't have the best time knowing you had to fin not had to finish it, but you wanted to, fin yeah, you wanted to finish well, it. I mean, before I kinda launch. did have to finish it because I had yeah. to uh, create some I videos can't about it. Imagine but. I imagine a lot of people that when they had to review this game and stuff had to like play good six seven hour chunks at times yeah yeah but then <sighs> i can't imagine playing that game all day i know people that have and they yeah, seem to like yeah. it but personally that is like an hour for me i'm done i did it about 10 hours straight one day <laughs> i think and that was when i was getting towards the end and i was yeah. like right i can see the i could see the finishing line and i just wanted to get mm, through it yeah except the finishing line keeps moving further and further <laughs> yeah. away uh but maybe there's something to be said for that unfortunately i can't ever go yeah. back and change that experience so. it genuinely i don't think this will ever happen but it does genuinely make me hope for another developer to be like right so that thing the the walking stuff the delivering stuff turning fetch quests into something meaningful yeah works like i would want to see someone try and make that game without the trappings of all yes. this like bullshit because um Danny Robson from IGN Japan, friend of the podcast, uh, has keeps talking about how it's similar to this um, game, The Tomorrow Children, that came out a few years right, back yeah. and got cancelled because or got shut down because no one was playing it. But like he says, the social stuff is basically that game. Oh, right. um, and whether that's a coincidence or not, I don't know. But I would, I would, I would love a game where you have a bit more of this. Like this feeling that there's like invisible people all around you making stuff, building mm. stuff. Uh, Joe, it's called the strand system. It is a social <laughs> strand system. Um, like there is something really nice, particularly, and I'm, I don't know if you've seen it or heard about it, so I don't want to talk about exactly what it is. But there's a thing that starts happening in chapter three with how you can get around the world, like a particular structure type thing, mm. um, that I think is the best version of watching all these players help each other, okay. yeah. and like. Not only is it one of the, the coolest effects in the game, like it makes the world look very interesting. Yes. Um, it's It feels the most like, oh, wow, we're 
all in this together and it does actually communicate that I, feeling. I spent at least a couple of hours actively like trying to pursue that as well, yep. thinking, oh, I'm helping myself, but I'm helping others as well. And if I, and the thought was, if I do this more, then hopefully the server will bring in more yep. people working with me because it like rewards you if you connect with people. Yes. And I thought if we work together, then hopefully these things will happen more as it's well. It's quite opaque about whether that does happen. Yes. I'm never quite sure what the effect of they me is. They tell you at one point, they say when you're in the seam, they say if you connect with play other players in the seam, yeah. Then you will have more of their stuff in your oh, game. You just tell you that. that. And then there is in the menu you can make a strand contract with yes, other people. Well, I did that with you. Yeah, and it just shows you. Although it's it's mad though. So you told me you did that with me, and I went through, and I could even though I'd liked some of your stuff in the past, and you're on my friends list, could not find your name to save my life. What? You can't just search for your friends. That's it's just, so weird. It just pulls in all these random names. Yeah, it's all you're the stuff on the other you've side. Passed. Yeah, <laughs> and so I did it as soon. I basically came across one of your things yeah. randomly. And went, okay, he's now in the list. So I then just clicked it. Um, and I like that too, where you get this feeling of, oh, my mates were here. Yeah. Or, you know, or, or like the fucking time fall shelters you put down yeah. and finding them being like, thank you so much, Dale. I would, be, <laughs> like, um, really I would cool. actually be interested to hear if like people have ran into them as well. Because like, I had a time fall shelter that had like 10,000 likes or something like that. Yeah. So yeah, it's Drivdak, by the way. <laughs> That's my PSN name. <laughs> if you see that, let me know. Because I just would be interested like how like how is it put out there is it just plucking at random or is it ones that okay this one's a bit more popular so we'll serve it to more people yeah and is it like a self-fulfilling prophecy at that point that it's going to mm. become like viral so to speak i feel like since it came out we haven't had any feedback from people about death stranding and i would really like to know what yeah. people thought if of anyone's it. actually playing it because i think we were kind of particularly at that time i think we were kind of outliers for our I th and do you know what I think? I don't think we were that negative on it. I just think in comparison to other people and perhaps as a reaction to other people's response to it, yeah. we did lean negatively because we were looking around thinking, are people seeing a different game to us? Yes, absolutely. So yeah. IGN underscore and UK I think feedback. Whoa, whoa, whoa. IGN underscore UK feedback at IGN.com. I do think especially if, like me, you follow Hideo Kojima on Twitter and you're bombarded by about 100 mm. different retweets of people saying how yeah, genius God. it is, yeah, you I, tend to think that maybe the whole world loves it and you don't. It's like, yeah. it's like he's trying to lose that Guinness World Record he got. <laughs> I unfollowed him. Did you see some of the sales data for it, though? No. So uh, it was just very anecdotally like seeing what people have posted on Twitter, but they're saying apparently lots of reports that it sold extremely well in the first week and then had a rapid drop off almost yeah. immediately and then hasn't picked up since. So that strikes me as, you know, all those people that were super interested in like hardcore gamers, so to speak, but then the average person. Yeah, it's not word of standard? mouth. Yeah. yeah, it's not. Yeah, because I think it was Red Dead sold consistently well for yeah. ages and that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that's interesting. Mm. But uh, I just, yeah, yeah, I kept playing it for an hour and I was like, I'd rather play something else. So I started The Outer Worlds and that's really fun. So <sighs> I'm much more interested in going this weekend. I'm much more interested in playing The Outer Worlds than I am Death Stranding. I really want to play that game. I haven't got into really, it yet. I played, I've played like four or five hours. Really? I really like it. It's just a colourful fallout where you can actually do a lot more through talking yes. than a Fallout game, I think. There is a lot of talking in Fallout games, I, but I feel like you can circumvent whole situations well, you, in this just through conversation. You could do that in Fallout. You just had to get your speech I feel high like enough it always, and your intelligence high enough. Most of the time, there, I feel like in this, there's less go clear out this place full of horrible monsters and then we'll have a chat. Whereas okay. this, you could have the chat and never have to do that, if you know what I mean. And that would be a good thing, because fuck me, that combat's bad. Like, I think I it's really all right. I'm like thinking, it. I think it's all right compared to a Fallout game because I do love Fallout Three, Four, New Vegas, but they have never quite got the shooting right. No, and I do think 
it's this is better than a Fallout game, but yeah, it's still not a Does it good have a VAT shooter. System? It, has it has a, a slowdown. Yeah, it's a different it thing. Is VAT. VAT's it's is super well, slow. No, it's not. It doesn't pause. It just VAT's slows. is like copyrighted. Yeah, yeah. Um, you don't yeah, pause like and a... then choose a part of the body. It just slows time. Okay, but I think you can add you can add stuff to like it, right? that to it. You can yeah. add like critical points and stuff like. That. But yeah, I'm just putting a lot of my stuff into dialogue and tech and charm mm. because that's kind of what I am anyway. <laughs> oh god. I um yeah, I'm playing it as I never really do this. I usually try and make sort of a like a sort of useful all-round build, but in mm. this one I've put almost everything into uh like basically I'm playing it as a massive liar. Like I just I'm lying at every possible opportunity nice. yeah, like and it. trying to play as like this incredibly intelligent devious dickhead who keeps like yeah. I'm just trying to make everyone play against each other that's whenever awesome. I can. I've been and that's exactly actually, how yeah. I'd like to that's play. That's actually prove like the little bits I've managed to do of that have yeah. been quite fun. It's like promising you'll do something for someone and then giving their stuff to someone Ooh, else and stuff exactly. like that. Well, I've good. got my uh, ladies called Borgullet. Because every <laughs> video game create character I now make is called Borgullet. Gullet. It's very good. He never, he never says it in Fallen Order, though. Oh, Gullet. I know, it's really annoying. Yeah. Spoilers. <laughs> no Borgullet Gullet in Fallen Order. <laughs> Let's talk Fallen Order. Because we've could be all deal. The finished Gullet. it now? Uh, yes, yes yeah. I finished it a couple of days Are ago. We, we're not spoiling, though. No, we're not spoiling. No. Um, I, st- I feel pretty similarly to how I did before. Yeah. I feel like oh, I'm... Wait, I don't know if I talked about it on here before. Anyway. You did last week, didn't you? I think I hadn't played it last week, so I think you... Or oh, I played yeah. the very start. Okay. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that is... I think, it's a weird speaking game. to everyone in the office, we pretty much share a similar opinion on mm. it, that we all think it's an okay to good game. Yeah. I, I am surprised by the positive reaction it's had. Yeah, like for me, it's in the sevens. It's a good game. Yes, I had fun absolutely. playing it. Yeah. I don't think it does anything particularly new. I think it's a fine Star Wars story. It's not particularly interesting. I think one. it feels very Star Wars. It does though, feel, and I do like that. And it, it's not a bad-looking game. But I do think it's when you're used, I think it's a bad-looking game. game. <laughs> for the for what for the kind of region of games it sits in. Yeah. Like if it's if you're putting it up against something like God of War or or, or Sekiro, mm, or like yeah. these games that have similar structures. Yeah. It looks terrible by comparison That's, to those what, things. And I'm saying, especially when we're now used to Star Wars games looking like Battlefront 2, oh, which God, is one yeah. of the most gorgeous games I've ever yeah. seen. Like, it, it's astonishing. If you think about when Battlefront, even Battlefront 1, yeah. if you think about what games looked like when that came out, mm. it is mad that it looks that I good. think from mm. a distance it looks good. Some of the landscapes from a distance is good, but when you Very get foggy. on. Yeah, when you get in. <laughs> to textures and oh, faces. God. I think, I think and, there's a lot of technical issues as well. Like it, it, oh, it last night it was stalling for me a lot yeah. as oh, well. Yeah. And I could see textures loading in Apparently as well. it makes Xboxes scream. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> like I read someone say, I've never heard an Xbox scream before. But yeah, I think I did pretty much exactly what you did, Dale. And uh, near at some point during the game, just whack the difficulty yep. down. I'm yep. like, I just want to feel like a Jedi. Exactly. And get I through this, see the story, yeah. have fun just wiping out stormtroopers and, and bugs if I must. Oh, hit the poison bugs, yes. man. Um, and but, that is not Star Wars fantasy. That's the, they did this in the fucking single player for Battlefront 2 as well. Like, mm. the section with Luke bugs, Skywalker yeah. is just killing bugs, bugs with a lightsaber. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's not Do my you know what fucking... that is, though? A part of me thinks it's just so you can have lightsabers cutting things in half. Yeah. Because they wouldn't show they don't want to show that with anything like amphimorphic. You know? It's bullshit. 
It just have some balls. But I, I did. <laughs> I did have fun playing it. I do think when you actually have a like the boss battles, a one-on-one lightsaber fight, it feels really good. Like, yeah, that does feel lightsaber on lightsaber yeah, combat like, is pretty satisfying. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I don't really have much to add to what you said last week. But I pretty much agree. Yeah, a bit. I, I, I'm a, I, I do think the ending's good. Not a spoiler. I do think it's a good was payoff. Wicked, yeah. I really like the ending. I know. There is a bit of me that wants more of that story. Like, I really like Cal Kestis more than anyone else I, I've met. I, I, I think he's re- fine. I, I don't think I know a problem with him. I think he's he serves the story well. He's not particularly interesting. No. He's I think, fine. I I genuinely think there's points in that, particularly his relationship with BD One. I really like. Yeah, I, I genuinely find him extremely. Mm. Endearing. I just find him overall a bit like. He's just there. I don't really. Yeah. What's his? Mo- he doesn't really seem emotionally affected by what's going on around. Him. I think the problem for me is that in skipping, in using his childhood as a flashback sequence mm. throughout the game, you skip a lot of what might make him emotionally interesting. Yeah. And so what you're left with is the guy who's become a sort of hardened shell, mm. who never really gets out of that. Mm. Like he goes from emotionally distant and like separate from his feelings to someone who's just really good mm. and like there's no point there's no there's no point where you're like he was vulnerable you you skip the whole section where he's oh, having a bad time i think i think the intro pacing is all over the place so from a narrative perspective yeah. like i get from a gaming perspective yeah it's getting you straight into the action right but i think it's mad how he's this guy who's been hiding and clearly probably hasn't used his force powers in what like I don't know, five years or something like that? What uh, do they say? It's that, set yeah. five, yeah. Is it set five years? It's set five years after you got all the think, 66. Right. When he found somewhere to go live, right, he stopped doing all that stuff yeah. because he even with his, he only has to use it in a case of emergency. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, once that's happened, that's it now, full steam ahead. All I'm, over the place. I'm number one Jedi. So number then, one Jedi. But then they get to the planet and he's just like, right, you go off, you're the hero yeah. here. And yeah. it just feels like, yeah, there's yeah. a step in between that oh, I was no, missing. Oh, no, I've forgotten how to double jump. Oh, yeah. mate. It's not a spoiler to say that the double jump is the last power a Jedi gets in this game. Oh, it's, like a... it's not the oh, exact last it one. Makes... Uh, no, it's the last power. There's okay. not the last skill. And it just makes like traversal so much more yeah. enjoyable God, as well. Like before yeah. that, like even a all, lot of all it the abilities make... you get. I know it's a video game, so it feels like nitpicking. But yeah, a lot of it doesn't make sense force-wise. Like yeah, oh absolutely, like... <laughs> it doesn't. Like, but just on a like. If you're going to take them Metroidvania style, mm. I think the key that often gets forgotten by people making Metroidvania games is that it should be interesting as to why you can't get somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Like, you should see something and go, I don't know what that does. I no. don't know how to do that. And if the basic block in the game is, I can't jump that far, that is yeah. not making enough of that. Especially of when you're inevitably try to make that jump several times and then realize yeah okay i probably need to do this later i like it to be completely obvious that oh okay i clearly need something else to do yeah. this not tease me with it like those crates that you have to slice open and then oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. then open them yeah. afterwards yeah. So such a, a boring element to that i'll tell you what i like and this is very boring is i like that interact is on r3 I okay. don't know. I think it feels really. It feels much better. Like I don't. For some reason, walking up to someone and going, "All right, now I have to hold square to talk to them." It feels way more natural to just walk up to them and click the stick that I'm already yeah, holding, yeah, never, and it just about it. like it feels more seamless somehow. There's, yeah. a, there's a few button configurations I think are weird though. I think um, diving 
with square and oh, also square being the yeah, lightsaber when I jump and I'm heading to I want to press square I want to start diving yes I agree yeah, and not get his lightsaber me. out before I fall in the water I, yeah, I don't even think I unlocked that ability and used it what swimming not oh no I thought there's one where you can what dive underwater Oh, sorry. I thought you meant there's isn't there a Billy where you can do almost like a ground? Oh, you can do a ground pound. pound. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I, didn't, yeah, yeah. I never oh, used. No, no, I got no. it and never used it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's a lot of powers. Yeah, yeah I never but touch. Throw the I, lights. I sick. thought yeah. it was fine. I liked it. I just think that control came out this year and did almost every aspect yes, better. Indeed, absolutely. So if you put a lightsaber and control. That's the better game. Oh, like mechanics-wise. You imagine how good that would feel and how gun. good it would look. Oh, get them. Get Remedy making the next Star Wars game. Get Remedy putting a beam sword in DLC, and I'll play it forever. Oh, well, there are two bits. Yeah. Who knows? Can't wait. Um, I had one more thing to say. Yeah, I th- basically, I also think Matt has provided the best bit of possible insight into this game on the last time we talked about this, mm. which was. He thinks this could be the Assassin's Creed 2 and Assassin's yeah, yeah, Creed 2. Yeah, definitely. And like, I would, I, no matter my kind of lukewarm feelings about some of it, I love the idea of Respawn being given a bit more time, mm-hmm. a bit more money. Yeah. Like, I'm sure this is done very well and they're now uh, being asked yeah, to make another done one. really well, yeah. I just, want, just don't make me slide down ice. More, it, oh, fuck, fuck sliding. Get rid of that. <laughs> and uh, like, just make more interesting levels. I think in general, like, I'm doing a run through now, doing a collectible run through because you know, and I just it getting around some of those levels is just a slog. I know, like I quite like the puzzles. I could have done with one yeah. or two more of those. Yeah, yeah. I, I know, like flying around planets and stuff is kind of you know it's Star Wars in it. Mm. But I just I wouldn't mind a game where it was just all on one planet. Yes, and yeah. like make imagine a fast travel system. Hubs. Make just a, make control in the Death Star, <laughs> or like I would genuinely love a giant. 3D AAA Metroidvania world where it's like I start in the middle of this in like a city yeah. and I mm. can't get out to this bit of it without getting something from a story mission over here and like that feeling of unlocking this world through my own skills would yeah. be so satisfying Absolutely, particularly yeah. with Star Wars um, yeah, yeah I just make it like that. like um, Arkham Asylum yeah as well. that's that you know yeah. you're starting its own and then you get it's Metrovania and you get new equipment and you see that bit over there that you can't reach because you haven't got this certain grappling mm-hmm. hook and stuff like that. That's fine, but also building fast travel points because yes. I fucking hate it. I hate, get, I hate not having, getting to a boss, killing the boss, and then not having a travel back to your ship. Burn. Running, and then yeah. running same, back on Dathomir is one of the worst oh, things. Oh, it's a pain in the ass. It's just like, and I get what they're going for, but it's just not fun. No, I think, I think yeah, that's one of those things where it's like idealism over actual enjoyment that is enough talk we've done loads well done boys Uh, (laughs) I would like to play a game now please Cardi inside it's a UK IGN crew yeah 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 and ones and twos we got the games gonna play for you inside I got a question for you hold tight the DJ we're coming through yeah yeah and ones and twos we got the games gonna play for you inside I got a question for you is it in the search we are going to play another game of What Did They Say? Which the was a really hard quote game. It was a really hard quote game, but I've done my own clues and hopefully I've made it easier for you lads. Okay. Um, I've tried to pick. They're all quite popular films and they're all quite popular quotes. If you don't remember what this game is, I've picked five quotes from a film. They get more less obscure sorry as we go down you get five points if you get on the first one one if you get on the last Mm -hmm. but the twist is these quotes have been translated from english to korean to latvian yes to portuguese (laughs) 
to Greek Ooh. and then back to English. Blimey. So they will have been a bit construed. Didn't you say when you were putting this together this time you kept finding quotes that were just the same? Oh yeah, surprise like, oh, amount of times. Google Translate's this really was, good. This what was sent in from some of our Australian listeners. Thank you very much. Oh. I enjoy the game. Here's what my is, version. What is the name of this game? Bro? It's called What Did They Say? As okay. in, what did they say? Oh, right, okay. What, what did, did they say? say? It doesn't need to fit <laughs> in that anymore. anymore. But Fucking yeah. hell, do you remember when we used to do that? So, yes. Had to get in the VO booth every week to yeah, record hey, a new one. We did it for like two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here we go. Film Classic number firm. one. Here's, <laughs> here's the first badly translated quote. Is there a, is there a link? There's no link. I've just picked five popular films because it's hard enough finding films with five quotes in. Yeah. What? It's hard enough finding films with five quotes? Five memorable no, quotes. Memorable. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like some of these you might not, but okay. you know, I'd be surprised if anyone gets one on a first go. Let's put it that way. Okay, but some okay. of you might. We'll see. We'll Film see. Film number one. Here's the badly translated quotes. We slow and change men's history and make waffles in the morning. Oh, Pulp good. fiction. We slow and change men's history. I bet it's not waffles. I feel like it'd be sort of like pancakes. You've got to try and like see that. which words have been yeah. Shrek. <laughs> it is Shrek. Yeah, what? <laughs> That's what the only film it? I could think of with waffles. I didn't think you'd remember that quote from what Shrek. Is the quote? I'm making waffles. <laughs> is that it? I'm making waffles. I don't know. <laughs> I'd, well, fair play. Maybe I've made this too easy. I love it. So the real quote of that is, we can stay up late swapping manly stories, and in the morning, I'm making, I'm making waffles. waffles. Ah. Slow men's history. <laughs> I didn't know if you knew Shrek that well, so I've done ones that maybe are too obvious quotes. Shrek one holds up, mate. I, I like it's amazing. I watched it. I watched it a couple of weeks ago. Uh, this one you probably would have got straight away, then, because it's not that changed, but I thought... Would you have got it from Blue Flowers, Red Fawns, Blue Flowers, Red Fawns, no, Blue Flowers, Red Fawns? That, no. If it's not for colours, it will be much easier. Oh, right, okay. He's colour blind. He goes, yeah. yeah, Blue Flowers, Red Fawns. This would be so much easier if I wasn't colour blind. don't yeah. remember that bit. Yeah. Would you... Quote number three for that was, okay, nobody's moving. I have a dragon here and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm a stupid aside. <laughs> <laughs> that was, all right, nobody move. I got a dragon here and I'm not afraid to use it. I'm a donkey on the edge. Are they all donkey's quotes? Not all of them, but he does okay. have a lot of the big quotes. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, no buttons, no sword drop buttons. <laughs> what? My gumdrop buttons. It yeah, changed gumdrops to oh, sword yeah. somehow. <laughs> That's cool. Not the gumdrop buttons. Not the gumdrop buttons. And then last one, just because I wanted to keep... you it. No, no, Shrek's amazing. <laughs> it is brilliant. <laughs> it is a good film. Um, just... Do you remember the bit when he sees the boulder and he's just like, I like that boulder. That's a nice <laughs> boulder. That's a brilliant line. <laughs> Uh, I just I, didn't know you love Shrek so much. Only one. I tend to make the last one of these very easy, just so no one's getting no points on any. Okay. So the last one was Ogre is like onion. All right. Oh, no. Ogre is like an onion. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. That's, layers. So, got lots of layers. Joe's got five. I genuinely think the waffles one is the only one I would have got <laughs> until uh, the final clip. I yeah. thought that one's harder. Maybe. It's hard to know what other people know, though, isn't of course. in this world. I just like I really like it when he says I'm making waffles. Okay, waffles. film film two, quote number such one. A nice face. Oh, come on, well, Shrek tonight said a parasite. <laughs> Both classics. Um, okay, here we go. Quote number one from film number two. My wife and I go to Mexico. I'll stay away from you. My wife and I go. My wife and I go to Mexico. Desperado. Nice. Oh. in Mexico yeah um, oh Dust Till Dawn let's get number two you're getting out of the basket in the middle of the desert and I didn't give it away for a sweet face to buy the land <laughs> don't say that again and, 
You're getting out of the basket in the middle of the desert, and I didn't give it away for a sweet face to buy the land. <laughs> oh, the hangover? No. I can't get Breaking Bad out of my mind. I just sack that off. El Camino. El Camino. <laughs> no. I'll give you a couple more seconds. No. Nothing? Uh, uh, what's that film where they go out? Fear and Loathing? No. Yeah. Number three. I have a contest. I don't want others to succeed. I hate most people. Oh, that sounds familiar. I don't want others to succeed. I have a contest. <laughs> I don't want others to succeed. I hate most people. I like. I feel like I, that's, I know. Like what, I have a like. I have a thing that I, I don't like this. other people to succeed. I know this. I know this quote. I'm going for the next one. I want to speed up. Quote number four. I left the baby. The hangover. No. Said the oh, right. so I left on. the baby. Hangover party. <laughs> Is that That's it? an exclamation mark on the end. I, I left the baby. Oh, Home Alone? No. No. <laughs> it's not a baby. Well, it could be translated that way. Oh, right, yeah, fair enough. This one's enough. a hard one, I'm glad. <laughs> I was worrying they'd all be Have five. I seen this film? Well, I think you have. Okay. I left. This sounds so obvious. I left yeah. the baby. Oh, my God, no. Oh, no. Wait. Were you trying to work out from my... Uh... Is it... Um... What's that film you like about oil? <laughs> there will be oh, blood. There will be blood. It is there will be yeah! blood. <laughs> that was I've Abandoned My Child. Yes, translated. that's it. I have seen it, but I barely remember it. I've yes. left the baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's two points to Joe. That means seven nil up. What's but the final one? I drink your shake. Oh, I was <laughs> hoping it was going to be like, I'm done. <laughs> I'm finished. Yeah. I like to think we're going... Go for your top 10 of your IMDb right now, oh, by the way. Shrek. Shrek, and there will be Blade. Shrek is up there. Blade oh. Runner. Is the next one Blade Runner? No. Fuck. Um, I thought you genuinely <laughs> yeah. got that. He looked at you for a second like, you prick. I'm not yeah. that obvious. All right. Um, so my wife and I go to Mexico. I'll stay away from you. As I'm going to Mexico with my wife. I'm going away from you. Yeah. Uh, you're getting out of the basket in the middle of the desert, and I didn't give it away for a sweet face to buy the land. Was you're an orphan from a basket in the middle of the desert, and I took you for no other reason than needed a sweet face to buy land. Oh God, he's horrible, isn't he? Yeah. I wanted to do bastard from a basket, but that just translated directly. Oh. <laughs> so I, I have a contest. I don't want others to succeed. I hate most people. I have a competition in me. I want no one else to succeed. Yeah. I hate most people. And then we've got already done the other two. So. There we go. So number three. I left my baby. <laughs> I left my baby. <laughs> uh, right. A person who makes a good chair owes no money to the chair. Oh. A person Confucius who makes a good said. chair owes no money to the chair. That's really good. It feels really profound. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, that does sound familiar. Yeah, it sounds really familiar. I'm going to say, away we go. <laughs> By Sam Mendes. No, I haven't actually seen um, that. Oh, it's a lovely film. Gran Torino. No. I didn't grow up stories about chickens. Chicken run? No. I didn't grow up stories about chickens. I'm trying to retranslate that. Yeah. This game's tough. Mm. I'm rubbish at it. Uh, I've picked films that you both all would have seen. I think. Yeah. I didn't grow up stories about chickens. Forrest Gump. No. Next one. We can only do it. I'm 6'5", 220. I have two people. Fuck. Uh, social network. Yes. Oh, you bastard. 
There we go. That was. We can do that ourselves. Oh, yeah, I'm six five two twenty, yeah. and there's two of me. It's not. I have two people. Yeah, the wrinkle vibe. Uh, a money you makes. God. A, a person who makes a good chair owes no money to the chair. Is a guy who makes a nice chair doesn't owe money to everyone who has ever built a chair. Zuckerberg. Yeah. He's a. He's a poet, isn't he? Nope. <laughs> Well, sort of he's a maniac. <laughs> have you? He's CEO. Did, I, did I send? Man, yeah, we we sent around that um, <laughs> oh, the, selection of clips of him doing Facebook Live from his garden, talking about his barbecue. <laughs> have you seen no. it? Instead of music, we're putting thirty seconds of that. It's, at the end of the one, of, it's one of the most. Read the oh, rest of the quotes, Andrew. So bring good. it up and play it on the mic. Yo, you're going to play a bit of it now. Okay. Uh, I didn't grow up stories about chickens. I didn't plant the story about the chicken. Yeah. Uh, uh, sorry, guys. Can I interrupt? I think my dad's calling me because he thinks he might have been killed in terrorist okay, action just today. Do, so. it on the fo- do it on the <laughs> podcast. Do it live. <laughs> Don't do it on the. Do oh, it. Do it. <laughs> oh, one sec. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> We're not making light of this, by the way. Hey, pops. Yeah. Are you checking on me because of the troubles? All good. And Anna's fine as well. You're, you're on a podcast at the moment. Yeah, we're we're in the middle of recording podcasts, but I didn't want to leave you waiting for me to call to call Hello. you back. How's it going? Uh, he says good. How are you? I'm all right, actually. Thank you. He <laughs> says thank you. He's all right. It's going great. This is going to be gold. <laughs> it, it, we've really lost energy, so I think this is really pepping yeah. it up. <laughs> Joe's ten nil up. <laughs> yeah, I'm winning ten nil in a game. I'm oh, really happy. Pissed out. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, you've beefed it up. Don't worry about that. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm not dead. It's fine. Is he going to say love you at the end? Oh. All right. Yeah, good to talk to you too. Love you. Bye-bye. Stay safe. That's cute. I love my there dad. Go. Yeah. <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, this one's a long one. I wish I could yeah. put it in. Uh, it's a small social network. You'll probably be a very successful computer person, but you will always think that you do not like a woman because she is beautiful. And I want you to know that this is not deep in my heart because you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. It, that one is actually you're a very you're probably going to be a very successful computer person, but you're going to think you're going to go through life thinking that girls don't like you because you're a nerd. And I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that it won't be true. It'll be because you're an asshole. Idiot. Oh, what an amazing film that yeah, is. It's oh, such a good film. It is. I think. If I'm pressed to say what do I think is the best written film ever, I think that one is pretty much. Especially up considering there. the how dry the subject yes. it could is as could well. have been. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that opening scene is phenomenal. Oh yeah. my god, so uh, good. That is how you edit a conversation. Mm-hmm. That's how you edit uh, everything. The last one: a million bucks is not cool. Do you know what's cool? One billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it translated one of those so and not good. the other one? I love Google Translate. Uh, what a mad piece of shit! <laughs> right, number four. Okay, you can still get. I need, need to get both, both of these first time. First, you can do it. And do you know what? This first one, I was questioning whether it's too easy. So you Ooh. might get it. I mean, but it'd be too easy for Joe too. So let's go. Well, who knows? Everyone cheated on me. I'm tired of this world. Is that the room? It is the room. <laughs> oh, yes. Hello, it's uh, one for one. <laughs> the, other, the real quote is: "Everyone betrayed me. I'm fed up of, with this world." Yes, do you know what it was? Though? It's you your know, delivery. You kind of yeah, did a little bit it's like hard him. Not to. Do you yeah. know what's mad? Is it makes more sense after the translation. <laughs> yeah, it it's a better written that's line. What, that's what I found funny about these. <laughs> I'm fed so, up with this there's world. There's so many good quotes. <laughs> fed up with this. There's world. so many good quotes. It was hard to find a hard one on this. <laughs> but here we go. 
Is it you're tearing me apart? Do you want the actual me. ones first or the badly translated? I want the actual ones first. So the actual ones. It's bullshit. I did not hit her. I did not. <laughs> did not. Ah, hi Mark. Uh, hi Mark. Actually translates to too bad. I miss you. I didn't do that. Oh, it scores. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. it's taking the word mark. It's chasing yeah. the word mark. To, yeah. <laughs> in case, yeah, in this case, that was bad. Yeah. Actual quote. Anyway, how's your sex life? <laughs> I love that bit. <laughs> <laughs> you giggle at films like this. Shrek the the I haven't watched it in a good year or so now, and Ooh, I think I'm ready. It I know, is good, like, we, this is like obvious to most people, but if you haven't seen The Room, I really oh, can't impress Lord. upon you enough how good it is. Watch like, The Room and then watch The Disaster Artist afterwards as well. Yeah, it's like oh, just a fantastic back to back. That translates to what is your sex life? Uh, <laughs> what is your <laughs> sex life? Anyway, how's your the sex actual, life? <laughs> the actual quote. This one is actually... <laughs> how is this a line in a film? <laughs> Leave your stupid comments in your pocket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the translated one is... Leave the deep comments in your pocket. Sounds better. <laughs> Sounds better. The last one. You're tearing me apart, Lisa. Translates to... You cut me, Lisa. <laughs> you should have done a bond about the, the, the street on the hospital or whatever. Oh, what's he say? Yeah, I beat her uh, up so bad that she ended up... Oh, what, what a funny story. What a funny story, Mark. What a story, Mark. Uh, yeah, some of them didn't translate well, yeah. but uh, it's, a, it's funny. So you get this one, first time, Dale. Okay. And right. I can't remember. What are you doing? I lost my paper. Here okay. we go. The first one. Go home, forgetting I can admit persistence, but good faith can't come. No, I know what this is. Oh, it's the prestige. <laughs> Son of a bee sting. <laughs> Ah, it's not no, even that close. No good can come of this. Let's go home and forget this thing. I yeah. can recognise an obsession. No good will come of it. There's about six different words there. Well done, Joe. Again, funny. I think it Fair was your delivery, maybe. Play. Yeah, it was. Was yeah. it? Yeah. Was I doing that like Bowie's Tesla? <laughs> no, but you did Oh, no. It. Does Circus say that or Tesla? No, that no, is Tesla. Bowie. Yeah. yeah. But um, you no, did but it in his chunks. It's hard, yeah. it's hard not to. Yeah. Because it's so good. Uh, it's also because that's how punctuation works. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Uh, the other ones from that. Should we do the real ones? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, a bullet catches suicide. All it takes is some smart-ass volunteer to put a button in the barrel. Mm. That translates as... Put a button in a barrel. Imagine um. this. This translates as... Capturing massacres is suicide. All you need is a clever volunteer pushing the Prime Minister. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> button in a barrel oh, yeah. translates as <laughs> Prime Minister. I don't know That's what's so going weird. on there. Man's reset. Reach exceeds his imagination. Man's reach. Translates as the human touch is beyond imagination. <laughs> uh, no one cares about the man in the box, the man who disappears. Translates as nobody cares about the people in the box who disappear. Okay. And then the last one. Now you're looking for the secret, but you won't find it because, of course, you're not really looking. You don't really want to work it out. You want to be fooled. That goes for now you're looking for a secret, but of course you won't find it. You really don't want to solve this issue. You want to be an idiot. <laughs> he really likes the word idiot. I Why didn't you do the quote with, uh, pardon oh, me, it's been a I've, while since I saw a real maggot. Oh, <laughs> I found one more that it would have been way too obvious, but I just wanted to uh, mm -hmm. translate it because cause it's funny. <laughs> so the real one is, I've been Caesar. I've played Faust. How hard could it possibly be to play the great Danton? The great Danton. <laughs> it translates as, I was an emperor. 
I played Faust. How difficult can it be to play Big Dan Tom? <laughs> Big Dance. <laughs> Big Danton. Oh my God. Big Danton. How, com- <laughs> How difficult can it be to play the Big Dan Tom? <laughs> that would actually work for that character. Really if he just missed it. Yeah. yeah Root's good, isn't he? Oh, the Big Dan Tom. That is so good. Yeah. I want to watch all those films now. Yeah. Yeah. Ah. Oh. <laughs> I've played Caesar oh, I can't root so good I just want to talk the about prestige, prestige is good isn't it fuck me it's good right <coughs> feedback yeah what are these people been saying to us oh I've got this mad one <laughs> there's no name on my one this one uh, well mine is from an anonymous person I'll find out who it's from mine's from an anonymous person who at the end uh, says that he's called Jack Sparkles, which if Big, you've listened that's to... That's not his real name. If you've football listened to it's football, it's football Day, you would know why. Jack Sparks. Hi, everyone. I'm a bottle of homebrew wine in, so I'll try not what? to ramble oh, too much. Okay. I'm just done watching episode three of The Mandalorian. More, more, more! By the way, we haven't actually said it before now. We're going to talk about the newest episode of The Mandalorian. After, after feedback. feedback. Spoiler chat. Spoiler chat. Just so you know. Funny story. A few weeks ago, I threw on Netflix and started browsing. And oh, look. It's the Terminator, and I've not watched that in ages. Too lazy to browse, so I'll stick it on. I've always been a fan of Mr. Schwarzenegger, and we can all agree we are familiar with Twins, True Lies, Kindergarten Cop, Last Action Hero, and all we know this man's characters well, so we obviously know his best stuff. Didn't say Total Recall. (laughs) Didn't say Jingle All The Way, the best one. So, So we all know the lines from the Terminator films. And he says in your best accent... I'll be back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that is one, yeah. Get, oh. get, get to the chopper. That's not from Terminator. No, he's not. He's oh, saying right, it's okay. ju- Oh, no, yeah. Actually, <clears throat> he is saying that from yeah. Terminator films. Good point. It's from Predator Mate. And if you want to stay alive, stay with me. Well, it happens to turn out I have never seen it before, and that if you want to stay alive, stay with me is not a line from Arnold. Mm. My oh. shock and horror to realise I have never seen this amazes me. I was two years old when it came out. So... <laughs> when I was younger I saw Alien 2 first and loved it but at least I went and saw and loved the original this is a lovely ramble this is a lovely ramble look if you're a bottle of homebrew <laughs> wine in you're doing well don't write to a podcast um, no do please do <laughs> oh, there is more I'm just going to carry on yeah, yeah, carry on, carry on. now the kicker football manager reference oh, he okay. says yeah. <laughs> yes that <laughs> what was, he, wait what was that whole Schwarzenegger bit about <laughs> Just that he didn't know that it was a line. Uh, <laughs> As I've been listening for a good while now, I always look forward to the Inception references. Do we make a lot of them? <laughs> I love this. I, I think he means prestige. Yeah. I, oh, wish, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish I could have been at the live screening you did and that sort of okay, thing. Okay, yeah. So, I was on Reddit watching the gif of the rotating set I have seen so many times. Fucking hell. And noticed something wrong. And, and noticed something was wrong. Think about it. What could possibly be wrong? So I watched a trailer for Inception, and if you read the first part of this email out and people are paying attention, you will have realised that I have never seen Inception. <laughs> I've been listening for years. Absolutely convinced myself I knew what you were talking about. Don't I don't understand. <laughs> I don't think he knows what he's talking about. I love this. Now, the end of this email <laughs> is somehow the best bit. <laughs> Listen to these two lines, three lines. I love it. So, the torrent of Inception and the Joker are downloading. <laughs> if I'm pissed during the week, I'll follow up. <laughs> and then at the end, he just writes, 
How much do you think a baby Yoda is worth? <laughs> Yours lovingly, Jack Sparkles. <laughs> Jesus. Um, well, it's about 10 sheets of Beskar. Uh, right? Yeah, that's very true. In uh, I don't know where to start. I would like to say, Jack Sparkles, please do your damnedest to get pissed more often than send us emails. <laughs> about the prestige. I, the, prestige the prestige inception thing is very confusing <laughs> to me because... <laughs> That's not confusing the name. That's thinking we're making reference to a film that we've never really talked about. I mean, it's a great film. It's but a great it, film. It is better than The Prestige. Shut up, but you we, stupid bastard. We almost <laughs> never reference it. Uh, no. It's not, as, it's not as funny. It's not as quotable, I'll give it that. No. Absolutely not. Although I do like... You don't um, know. You don't I know. Do, I do like... Well, Tom Hardy says something funny where he says darling at the end of it. Oh. You must, uh, must it, be afraid to dream, dream a bit digger, bigger. Darling. Darling, yeah. Uh, it's good, that line. Think you know not better than me, do you? <laughs> <laughs> Those aren't even quotes. Uh, Who wrote that email in? Jack Sparkles. Sparkles. Right, I'll block him on my list. What? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm I joking. love Jack Sparkles. I do love Jack Sparkles. Jack Sparks, not a, that good of a player, though. No, so, that's a shame. It is mm. a shame. Right, it's me, and this piece of paper didn't have the name of the man, so I looked it up, and it is from Sam, Sam Drysdale. What, what a lovely peek inside the process. Right. <clears throat> yeah. Hi, guys. What? Firstly, I just want to say thank you for the extra work you put in each week to give us a fun and exciting podcast. Yeah, we've had two tweets today telling us to hurry up and upload the <laughs> podcast. We don't get anything for this. It's not like we're making it, more money. Also, it's free for you. Yeah. Have a little and bit those, of patience. It wasn't even like 1pm yet. One of them came through at like 11. What? Give us a break. Chill out. <laughs> we were, we were I was doing, doing the Mandalorian review. No. Go and read that. It's great if you're watching The Mandalorian. Watch the video review. It's better. <laughs> well, I sound very better, tired. Is it? I sound yeah. very tired in it. <laughs> anyway. Only watch that if you've seen it, though. Or yeah. read it if you've oh, seen it. Oh, 100%. It's spoiler central. Anyway, back to the email. I thought that it would take a knock after the slugs left so suddenly, but it stayed consistently entertaining each week. Yeah, Some would say it's got faith. better. 100%. The firm's in now, not the boys or the slugs. <laughs> <laughs> this is a long one, so please bear with me. Ever since the announcement of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, I've been super excited for it. I talked to my, girl I talked to my girlfriend into picking it up for me on launch day and even FaceTimed her from work to talk her step by step on how to install it so it was ready to play when I got home. So good so far. Efficient. Uh, Efficient. Mm -hmm. Bit of a. I can imagine doing that with my wife and not getting a positive result. <laughs> to be honest. So fair play. Um, the problem arose when I realised how shit I was at it. I tried numerous times to play, but just found myself getting frustrated at my ability and wound up selling it on. Fast travel a few weeks now. Fast travel a few weeks now, and I found myself telling a friend the new Call of Duty sucks, and it got me thinking. So my question to you guys is, have you ever judged a game on how good you are at it rather than its usual merits, i.e. graphics, gameplay, etc.? Also, how common do you think that is within the industry? There's also exceptions. There are also exceptions to this, like Dark Souls, which receive high praise for how difficult it is, despite it not looking great and being littered with glitches. Thanks ahead for your thoughts on this. Uh, I mean, there's a difference between assessing a game in terms of, of a review yeah. and liking a game mm. like I don't like Bloodborne to your Dark Souls point because yeah. I'm shite at it and yeah. I don't like how bad it makes me feel so I don't like it I, I think uh, it's a clear distinction for me between knowing like I don't like this game because I'm not very good at it or it just mm. doesn't work with me and then saying something sucks or shit yeah. I can clearly separate the two I can clearly say I can see that he's got a lot going for it. Like, I can see, like, Fire Emblem, for example. Like, mm. everyone around me had such a good time playing it. I can see it's got merit. I just know, for me, that's not 
yeah. going to interest me in the slightest. Mm-hmm. I think, and the, there's a difference between that and a game like uh, what was that game? There was a game called Rain World that came out two years ago, which I love the look of and I love the idea of, and it's really really cool. But that game was too hard in the wrong way. Like mm. it was punishing to the point where it made the game not fun to play yeah. anymore. Yeah. And that to me is a legitimate criticism. That's not just me being shit at it. That's me thinking the game design fundamentally doesn't work yeah. in its favor. There's, Which isn't yeah. to say that people didn't like it for the same reason. Some yeah. people really liked how that worked. I just didn't think it was yeah, very good. It's left mm-hmm. a difficulty thing for me and just my finding it fun. Like the thing, although like the Souls games always use that example, but they are punishingly difficult. But mm. I just don't find it fun. Like I don't mind a challenge if I'm finding it fun. Mm. That's exactly. what happened in Fallen Order. Like I pushed a difficulty down because I didn't find it was a fun challenge and yep. found it a challenge yeah. I'd, well, like and it's just whether yeah you find it fun like I know Joe your game year is probably the Outer Wilds yeah. I appreciate the hell out of the game for what it does and what the world is and the story but I just playing it did not find it fun mm-hmm. mm. there's so, also a big difference between talking to your mate about what you think about a game and doing a critical review as yeah. well so obviously you know you have to when it comes to critical review you have to look at it from a different eyes as well um, also, I think when he says, "How common?" I think is this within the industry? That almost feels a little bit like accusatory. Like he thinks oh, some people know. do that, I th- and I, I don't know if that's. I don't really. I rarely see that. Certainly, the people I've worked with who've done reviews, hmm. I would trust not to do that. Yes, like there might be some people out there that you know that take that approach. But like, I literally had people tell me when I reviewed Rainworld that I was too shit at shit at it to like it, hmm. and like, I find that unfair because my criticism was never that it was hard yeah. it was that it was stupidly punishing which yeah, is two different things exactly, yeah. i get that even when i review fifa if i criticize saying i don't know the defending seems hard this year like comments just saying you just don't know how to defend it's yeah like, I, I can i know how it works and there is a yeah. there is a skill in being able to discern whether someone's criticizing something for the right reason yeah. and you might just disagree with me and think exactly. i'm criticizing it for the wrong reason i can't do anything about it. but that. it's something like would take modern warfare as an example i appreciate that is a good multiplayer shooter to play one of the best because people play it every year but i can't play it anywhere near as good as i used to play it i can't keep up with yeah but with you'd never you'd never anymore. say it was terrible you'd just say no. i'm just not good at it it's not for me so like, i just don't play that's it. why i play siege because it's a slower more it's a thinking man shooter i like to think rather than a, I mean, a moment to moment more, like deathmatch experience. Well, it's, it's more about preparation and working with your team and game. making a plan as opposed yeah. to like a Call of Duty, which is very much as fast as you can yeah. possibly move. Cerebral murder. But then again, yeah. Overwatch is one of the quickest games you can play at times. But not in terms of... But not like, punishing in the loop. TTK, though. Yeah. as they no, call yeah. it. Like, yeah. yeah, you've got more time in the moment of fighting mm-hmm. someone to, yeah. to do that. Mm. Interesting question, mm. yes. Sam Drysdale. <laughs> I have got an email from James Dean. Oh, hello. The James Dean. 34 from Wiltshire. Oh, right. So probably not. Yeah. Not dead. <laughs> well, they are bringing them back to life, though, aren't they? Oh, God. They still yeah. do yeah. that. Fuck knows. I, I think a lot, enough people have complained that they won't do it now. I'm not paying attention to it. Uh, I'm intrigued. It's a bit uh, scummy. I don't think you should do it. That's my opinion. Also, scary for what the court. future would hold if we did things like that all the time. Yeah. Hmm. Also, stop them just getting all these actors from the past and then chucking exactly. their family just a tiny, insignificant amount of money. De-aging is one thing. Re-facing someone yeah. is, is not. It might mean that I'm on IGN forever, though. Ooh, After I've de-aged myself, oh, then your, I get How much roast. would your family get? Revived. Oh, 
care. Yeah. It's all about the prestige. They'd be, well, they'd be not, trying uh, to get it. To it. I've, I've said the words the prestige again, but I mean <laughs> that in the typical sense. Anyway, James Dean says, Hi guys, long time listener, love the show. Hello, thanks, Cheers, mate. Dino. So I signed Dino. up <laughs> So I signed up to Project X Cloud Game Streaming and Beta Testing and have been given access. So far I'm loving it. Nice. Mm. Mainly because I'm a father of four small children and really don't get that much time to play games on the TV. I invested in a Switch last year simply for this reason, and it's helped me get back into gaming. So the mic. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you couldn't work out. I, I was, for some reason, was. in my head, it was going to say back into the groove, and it didn't. It, back into gaming. <laughs> back into the groove. I don't know. I had in my head that that's where that sentence was going. <laughs> uh, Ignore like- me. I want to say an Aladdin sequel called something Emperor's Groove or something. That's a separate Emperor's film. Emperor's Groove, 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 is it? Yeah. What am I thinking of? Yeah, I'm an Emperor again. So this, anyway, help me David get back Spain's into gaming. Role. So this Microsoft venture seems perfect for me too. Would like to know your quick thoughts on Microsoft's game streaming service and if you guys have tried it yet. Is it a Stadia killer? And will it give Nintendo a run for their money? I have not. James oh. seems to think it will give them Nintendo oh. a run for their money. I uh, have not played with xCloud, but I can tell you, having played Stadia, that I think it's a it's Stadia not. killer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we haven't talked very much about Stadia. We got oh, a you new because really no one's tried about it. About it. Well, yeah. the one thing I have tried on it is Football Manager with you. Yes. Mm. And it claims to be the fastest way to a Football Manager. It didn't really seem to be. No, I, we need to look into that more. Yeah. That's interesting. Um yeah, Stadia. Let's just talk about it a bit for a bit. Yeah, uh, not impressed so no. far. I don't. It just doesn't. Seem... I still can't see why I'd need it. Yes, no. it feels ultimately well, especially pointless at, this, at stage. this stage. Yes, maybe in five years' time when there's a new console cycle coming, yeah. and then that's a viable option to buying a new like a PS5. Yeah. You can say oh, you can have the same games on this experience, and it's so much cheaper, mm-hmm. and you don't have to have a souped-up console the or PC. That surprised me so much. Was when you told me that you, at this point you still need to connect the controller with a cable. Yes. Uh, yeah. So like you can't uh, only if you're using a phone. If you're yeah. using Chromecast or I think just regular PC play, okay. you can. But if you want to use your phone with yeah. the mad clip that scratches the controller, what? Um, the yes, you do have to connect it with the cable. So you look mad. You um, mad. Yeah, it's just, I mean, you've probably, if you've paid attention to Stadia, you've probably heard most of the concerns. Mm-hmm. My basic feeling with it is it, like, solves a problem that doesn't exist. Yes. Like, it's a, a console-less console for people who don't want to buy a big box. Mm. But I think it's only interesting to you if you're the kind of person who already buys big boxes. Mm. Like, I don't see why my mate, Pete, who plays a few games a year and just likes playing those games, would buy this thing. Like he could get a box that plays his Blu-rays, and he can plug yeah. a USB into and play stuff off that, and have Spotify on it. Well, no, that would be a PS4. Anyway, like, <laughs> yeah, you can do a lot more with yeah. just having one more box. Um, from yeah. what I saw of you putting together, it doesn't seem to be a simple. Uh, it should be. I think to be fair, I think that's more a problem with Office Wi-Fi oh, okay. than it is anything yeah. else. Um, although I did have trouble getting it online at home, but mm-hmm. this was pre-release. I haven't so had a much chance to see what things actually look like on it but it doesn't look very that, well that's my problem with it because i think a, a way of maybe selling to it selling people with it is you don't have this huge pc at home but you want to try these latest games you want to try assassin's creed odyssey and you want to see it at the highest spec possible so you want to stream it through stadia and it's a cheap alternative to doing but it doesn't seem to look no. like it is and there was this weird comment the other day where google was saying like 
that's down to the developers, not Stadia. Like, Stadia does do mm. 4K 60. Yeah. It's bold to have a pop-up rock star like that. It, yeah. <laughs> and then, mm. yeah, and then saying, kind of shifting the blame on the developers, like, they're the ones who haven't got it running. Mm. But then, does that mean that it's hard to make it run on your service? Yeah. Like, is this the old N64 problem where they've yeah. made it purposely it difficult seems... to develop games for it? I don't know. It seems like they've botched this launch. It's very bit. strange. Like, like it feels. I don't like know it why they. I know. I think, yeah. I, that's what I think. I think it's just too. They soon. probably wanted to hit this Christmas and felt the time was right because there'll be new consoles next year. Yeah. We well, it's but been I, confirmed now. Yeah. I feel like they maybe might have had a better chance if they'd have launched with the new consoles yeah. next year and positioned themselves as a viable alternative yep. instead. They might. It's, you know, you, you could argue that you're going against fiercer competition, but you at least you'd make more of an mm. impact. I think. Yeah. To James's actual question... I have uh, heard good things about it. That's it. I keep hearing good things about it, and on the surface, xCloud is the thing I'd want. As someone who buys the big box, mm-hmm. having that available to me in more places is yeah. what I want. Well, it's a bit like when you could do remote play on the feet, but it was never quite it was never stable enough. enough. Like, no. That was a great idea, but... Yeah. I, I tried... used it a few times, like... But, I played yeah. No Man's Sky on my old balcony. That was yeah. nice. It was functional <laughs> to a degree, but it yeah. was never like like those fluid. rare moments where I was really hooked on a game and I couldn't use the TV for some reason. Yeah, yeah. I would play on it for like an hour. Do you yeah. remember yeah. when I think it was like an F1 game that had it and you used the Vita as like your rear view mirror? Oh, I love that. But it's mad though. Imagine having to hold up the Vita while you play it. That's some <laughs> your pretty, rear view that's mirror. some pretty uh, Wii U esque stuff, and I'm <laughs> into that. Um, <laughs> As, the, as one of the few Wii U apologists still left in this world, I still have it plugged into my TV. Blimey. I've t- not turned it on. No, it's there. That, did you see all the funny like images of people saying, like putting like the Wii U and stuff uh, on Netflix saying watching yes. The Irishman the way Scorsese intended, just yes. on a Wii U game pad? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that today. Uh, yeah, so there you go, James. I hope that helped. Mm-hmm. It didn't really, but I hope XCloud's great. Thanks, I'm intrigued mate. by it. Yeah, I would love to give it a try. All these—that's what these, all these streaming services remain to me at the moment—is intrigue, not something I yes. actually need or really want to well, use. Well, so as someone who is being forced somewhat against their will to go to a grandparent's house for Christmas, uh, <laughs> have a great time. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> at least I there's the possibility if I get on the XCloud program that I can play all my games, Ooh. which would be really nice. You got a switch though. Yeah, I did a lot of Switch last year. It was very good. Mm. How long do you have to spend at your grandparents? Ages. <laughs> Look, you've not got full manager touch for your iPad now. Uh, it's not on my iPad. Get it on your iPad. Well, I'd have to buy it again. Do you? Yeah, it's a Steam thing. I thought you'd get it full head. Oh. Get uh, it on the mobile version. I know, I might actually have to do that. Uh, or I could get the Switch one. Anyway, uh, wait, actually, let's finish up. Oh, no, we've got Mandalorian to talk about. Yeah, Screw talking more. Talk. Right. Hello. Uh, <laughs> we finished the main bit of the podcast. If you are watching The Mandalorian, then you're allowed to keep listening. If you aren't watching The Mandalorian, we are going to be spoiling up until the end of episode four from yes. this noise that we haven't decided what it will be yet. Um, oh, we're going to decide now? <laughs> no, I'm going to decide what it is. Uh, the Tuscan Raider noise. Amazing. I love that. All right. <laughs> what was that seal? Not that yeah, one. that was terrible. <laughs> this one. <laughs> Right, last chance. <laughs> it's more like that, isn't it? Yeah. It's like a... <laughs> last chance. You've got to leave now if you don't want the Mandalorian spoiled, all right? Okay, bye. What do you think? Of I thought what? it was good. Of episode four? Of, of, I of thought, everything up till now? We've I think, been talking um, about it since 
two. I, I was um, like, I did enjoy the first two, but I was maybe the one who leaned more negative. Mm-hmm. But I thought episode three was just fantastic. I think like, three's absolutely. I, thought I was, I I was lukewarm on the first one. I really liked the second one. I thought the third one was brilliant. Yeah. And I thought the fourth one was very good. I thought it was good, but it felt very much like episode two. Um, and maybe a tiny step back it felt like a very much an isolated episode of like it this is a small little extra story yeah, yeah it reminded me on. of a lot of other things which is weird for a Star Wars film like, it felt more like a Star Trek episode yeah, yeah. I can see that my my issue with it was more so I, I liked it I should say yeah. I, I reviewed it which is oh. lovely it's my first ever TV review for oh. IGN um, and yeah like I enjoyed it in the same way for the same reasons I've enjoyed all of the Mandalorian like I love this like single structure one shot mm. episode mm. thing where we're not waiting for res- resolution on stuff yeah baby yoda's still fucking wicked i will watch he him was do anything. extra cute in this he's incredible well. he's and like proper actual comedy bits yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> making the shit rumble with that button is so fucking <laughs> yeah, funny yeah. um and then i really like pedro pascal like i was He's Pedro Pascal, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot his first name. Actually, he's got a bit more depth now. That's it. It's mm. like, I was worried when this started that he would just be like an avatar. Yeah. Like, not to keep doing the video game comparison. But as it goes on, like, particularly that little line where he calls him his womp, little womp rat yeah. and stuff, like, really touching little bits of you get the man behind the armor. Yeah. yeah. And, like, I'm enjoying that. My problem was that I found when we've been in, like, cool cantinas and tense situations and like murky waters of he's helping the empire but he doesn't want to and like all that kind of moralistic stuff yeah this is literally a planet where good people wear one kind of clothes and bad people wear another kind of clothes yes. and like it feels very felt planet of the apes like start a planet yeah. Yeah. but it just feels felt like lord of the rings isn't it especially yeah. at the start with that like orcs attacking yeah. the village and like <laughs> did you see in the concept art at the end i love those by the way yeah, the, yeah, cr- the so credit concept amazing. art is yeah. such a great idea the the villagers were originally definitely like little dwarfy alien people oh, really? and they've clearly got rid of that yeah mm. um and uh, that would have almost made more sense to me because having this village of like shit humans who are really <laughs> bad at dealing with stuff getting attacked by pig creatures you're yeah. just like it just feels a bit easy like mm. a bit sci-fi I was sorry that this that was going to be it but then yeah when the ATST turned up so I originally right at the start I thought they got an ATAT and I yes. thought that'd be mad yeah <laughs> but uh, no they want one step down yeah. I do love the idea that the Empire's just left behind its, it's weapons amazing. it's like such a cool it's almost little like thought. um Horizon Zero Door. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. Yeah, yeah. Like, I really like that that feeling of they're gone, yeah. but they're not. It's such a cool gone. image. It the red eyes. Well, on it looked cool with the red eyes. Also, like, why has it got red eyes? Well, it also <laughs> we put some ne- lights up in there. Specifically, yeah. <laughs> never lighting. showed you anyone inside it, so it acted yeah. like a big dinosaur. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it did. That's what I thought because Bryce Dallas Howard directed it. It was very like T-Rex in yeah. Jurassic Park. Yeah. Jurassic yeah, I really like that point. I wish that I'd stolen it. Yeah, but. Yeah, I just, I, I do like that it kind of went full samurai as well, where it's mm. like, you know, the stoic warrior protecting yeah. a peaceful village and stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, just, I just, like, the whole plan was, let's hope it steps in the river. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which well, is simple, yeah, yeah. but it worked. It could have just walked around the edge. Um, yeah. We also haven't talked about episode three, which I think is the best episode of the series. Yeah. And mm. like, fuck, that's the point, which that's is so like, good. yes, a hundred percent. Yes. Like, I liked it already, but yeah. that that whole episode is so... It's so well paced and it packs so much into that short time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the payoff of that fucking fight with the Mandalorian swooping over on the yes. jet. It's, like, it's great. It's absolute like nerd crack. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's yeah, so it was, yeah. much what you want. 
as soon as you see the big Mandalorian, which is apparently John Favreau. Is it? Um, yeah, I'm, at least <laughs> the, the voice. Gatling gun. Yeah, 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 at least the voice is. Um, That's cool. As soon as you see him, you're like, fuck, I hope I get to see him shoot someone. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's I so like how cool. It's not quite to the same extent that a Game of Thrones would do it, but they're not afraid to just kill off characters and say, yeah, you're only getting them for one or two episodes. Yeah. So Carl Weathers was, didn't die, yeah. did he? Like, he just took a wound. Yeah, and I he, think it's implied yeah. that he's still alive. Yeah. But either way. He, he got yeah. shot in the chest, but he had the Even steel like, there, didn't what, he? Uh, Taika Waititi's character. IGA. IGA yeah. 11. 11. Um, I don't know if we'll see what's the UFC... Is she an Gina MMA Carano. Oh, Gina Carano. Yeah, yeah. She, a long time ago she was. She's, yeah. she's an actual spinning lot. She was in Deadpool 2 as well. She was, yeah, she was in Haywire, which I really like. Oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah, but that. yeah, I don't know. It implies we may see her again, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if we don't at the same but that's time. It. I really like this feeling of just like Nick Nolte's character, see yeah. you later. Gina Carano's character, but see you later. Just getting good little guest spots. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe just because we'd all watch Breaking Bad, we accepted... Uh, I can't remember the actor. Giancarlo Esposito. Yeah, I think. plays yeah. Gus Fring in Breaking Bad. Expects him to kind of be the big bad, just because that's what he has been you, before. You, you thought that, right? And uh, like, I've think... seen press material that him yeah. like he had this sort of presence well, I'm thinking about now maybe it's just one episode he's a bad guy on yeah, the planet could, could easily he might not that. even be a bad guy <laughs> but actually the Star Trek thing really works because it does mm. feel a bit more like he's just going there, there's a reason for him to be there mm-hmm. but he's just going on these little adventures yeah. and like things are happening it's I almost think really good. like Doctor Who <laughs> <laughs> like I just yeah I'm really enjoying that it just it's so satisfying knowing that every time I sit down to watch it now mm. I'm expecting like a full story. How yeah. many, you yeah. get a new planet, new people, like, hopefully yeah, something ob- a bit interesting. Like obviously, Succession's amazing, but like it's a, it's a show where it's like I know that I'm not getting what's happened until the end. Right. You know, like that's one long episode essentially. Yeah. And like, it's so nice watching something like fucking X Files mm. again, where you're just like, yay, it's how, done. Yeah. How many? more times they're going to fake out the audience thinking he's leaving baby Yoda I think that's it yeah. that's got to that's be gotta it that's got to be it now that's oh, got to be the well, fucking well, now bit he... where the crosshairs over his head oh, is. like it's not going to do it but the like balls, Jesus. the balls if they did that <laughs> yeah but oh. I think now they've now they've established he knows that he, he can't just abandon him anyway because yeah, he's, he's going to get tracked him. no matter what so he's going to stick with him yeah, I've abandoned my Yoda <laughs> God, he's uh, so on cute. the run uh, the fugitive. Also, <laughs> I just love him having the Beskar steel and building his armor. It's really yeah. satisfyingly cool. Yeah, yeah. and oh. his gun's cool as well. Yeah. Oh, that pulse rifle should be in everything. Oh, with yeah. the tuning fork on the end of it. <laughs> I want that in control. Imagine <laughs> making people just burst and all their clothes fly away. It's <laughs> so good. It's a good series. Right, mm. that's probably it, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. All right. Enjoy yourselves. We'll see you next week. Here's some of Mark Zuckerberg talking about his uh, what's it brisket. Uh, you are, yeah, he's doing brisket and ribs. Brisket and ribs. Yeah. Hey everyone, we are live from my backyard where I am smoking a brisket and some ribs. I am, I'm making meats now. Smoking these meats here. Our little meat smoking. It's smoking. So, I'm the meat chef. Yeah, someone asked me, do I smoke meat? Smoking meat. Smoking these meats. Smoking meats earlier in the day. Smoking these meats, just set the charcoal up and you set the, the wood chips up and then smoking meats, grilling, grilling meats, good smoky flavor. Smoke a brisket for like 12 hours. You smoke lemon chicken, smoke salmon, you'll love it. Bison sirloin, ribs and sausage. So I'm looking forward to, to that. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it 
Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.